welcome back to this episode of Detroit Dart Talk, where your favorite hosts talk about the same old crap on the same old day, and you just lick it up because you love it. You love to listen to all that Nerf talk, dirty darts, beaver ball, cleavers of beavers. If you listen to the listen to the Patreon exclusive cut to have any idea what we're talking about because we got a little off the rails beforehand. But you know where we're not going to get off the rails at? Where are we not going to get off the rails, Eric? We're not going to get off the rails anywhere except Rochester Institute of Technology, because we'll be getting off the rails at FoamCon. That's right. We'll be at FoamCon here. And next week, by the time you're hearing this, we'll probably be there. So we'll be uh, we'll be excited at that point. Right now, I think we're more stressed but uh, we'll be a lot more excited by that point to see all of you in person uh, where we'll have a booth uh, exhibiting at FoamCon. We'll have some of our uh, beautiful radio faces as well as uh, two special sub booths uh, that belong to Adam and Alex. So you can see uh, Detroit Dartworks and uh, the quick master himself, OFD, will be in the house. So uh, that's a little intro to tell you about what we're going to talk about today because we're going to tell you what we're going to talk about then we're going to tell you about it and then we're going to tell you again what we just told you about because that's how you make quality content and i should stop talking no you're good uh but yeah like (laughs) everything everybody is in like panic mode in uh the detroit dart house um i'm I'm pretty good i know uh, adam is frantically really thinking really what's your secret (laughs) you're you're good you're good for once you have weed? <laughs> I wish. Um, so, Adam, you're frantically trying to figure out what mag holders you want to reprint and use. Oh, I'm frantically doing lots of things. Yeah. I've been spending inordinate amounts of money trying to make things for End War and FoamCon. Yeah. I uh, I have to figure out what the hell I'm doing for a hydro pack because I lost my uh, hydro pack in the, the basement flood of 22. Ugh. Yeah. It'd be like mine and have growth in it because you forgot to take the water out well, six that's months a, ago. That's essentially what's going. Like I don't. I only ever use water in mine, and I like will usually like open it up and just let it air dry, and I've never had an issue. Um, but apparently, I had set it out to air dry, and then when the basement flooded, it got a bunch of cruddy water in it that had filtered through cardboard boxes and all sorts of crap. So it's toast. I have to figure out a new one. Not fun. Yeah, that's kind of a bummer. I mean, hopefully you can just use like a trash bag with a straw in it. Like that should be fine, right? Just duct tape a couple straws together, stick it in a trash bag back there. A Buffalo Wild fun. Wings bag? Yeah. No, you might need that to cover your FDL. <laughs> Rip Project Rubber Duck. Uh, Never yeah. worked. At least your FDL was fine though. That's true. Didn't end up breaking. But yeah, we're uh we're we're getting hard and fast into this uh this topic of end war because we're all excited and I mean it sounds like for I, I don't know about you guys, but I've I've hit I think my my second or third stage of um of acceptance at this point. I, I'm not sure where I'm at, but I've I've gone through a roller coaster of emotions. Alex, did you ever did you ever feel unprepared or have you just been chill, ready to go this whole time? Um I've mostly been chill. My biggest thing was like which of two or three blasters was I going to pick? And I just kind of a week ago picked and made my decision, and I'm going with it. Um, and what is it? It's going to be my, uh, well, I don't know what you call it, my Griffin. Um, it's it's a 
remixed Meeker remix of the Griffin. So it's like, uh, it's his Opinicus Griffin, but like redone back down to half darts. Uh, So it's top loadable and all that fun stuff. Just keeping it simple. And then um, my sidearm's going to be my Chinese knockoff of the Dark Zone Pro Mark II because it shoots under HVZ levels. Don't don't be showing that to them at at, uh, Oh, no, yeah, they're going to be yeah. there. <laughs> I'm it's sure. It's not a Dart Zone Pro Mark II. It's they, a Super Gun Pro Mark III. They have to oh know gosh. about that. Oh, they know. Yeah. The uh, So it's glad, I'm glad you're not too stressed. Tim, it sounds like you're really just more worried about about what? Like, where's your main like, focus line right All right, right so now? the only thing I'm planning on doing to my loadout is um, I'm going to put my hammer shot back at my back because I'm getting a, another custom leather holster to match my spam holster. Um, which actually, now that I'm thinking about it, is going to allow me to put two more mags on my uh, drop leg. So I'll have to print another spacer for that. Okay, uh, I'm gonna add that to the list tonight. Um, well, what I was... What, oh, sorry, go ahead. I no, thought you were done. No, that's fine. I, uh, so, like, I'm not really doing a whole lot to my loadout. Uh, I've more had to figure out what Sebastian is going to be running because he—it's um, his first your, end your war. Your child, yeah, yes, you know, your spawn. Yeah, it's going to be his first end war. So you know, I did the Griffin for him for his birthday, and um, you know, I did a battle belt. I had some of my old uh, Blitzaya Mark Twos uh, sitting around, so I restrung those up and put them on a belt. But that only gives him six plus the one in the mag to um to take out onto the field so i want to see if i can figure out getting him a little bit more and i'm not entirely certain i'll have enough time to print him a bunch of mag holders because i'm in the middle of printing something for one of our patreons maybe you should uh make a deal with adam take his old buy his old ones off him or something (laughs) that's not a half bad idea if uh if adam is switching to warp size well adam's got like I can just feel anxiety through the messages <laughs> that Adam sends us. Like they're just, they're it's incredible. The, the output of this man right now is insane. Yeah, I not... mean he's just like check out check out this new thing I made. Uh... What? Where? He's gonna have so much to show at FoamCon. So do you want to give it? You want to give a little preview of what you intend to show? Because by the time people hear this, they'll be able to see it. Oh yeah, I guess that is the truth, the real of the truth. Um, I don't know what's gotten into me. Maybe it's just like uh trying to like make some kind of impression uh for for FilmCon. Yeah, be like, oh notice me, Senpai, because all of the Senpais <laughs> are gonna be there that I give a shit about. And um This is like, your first end war, isn't it? Yeah, I Holy wanted to go shit. to the one two years ago and My then gosh, you're gonna die. I'm I'm literally going to die and then be a zombie. It's gonna be great. My first end war um, too. Oh, that's right! Holy yeah, cow! We're, we're gonna get our end war cherries popped. Mm-hmm. So after sitting at FoamCon all day together, <clears throat> cuddled, cuddled up in our four four foot of booth. I am so excited about our four feet of beef booth booth. booth. <laughs> our beef beef. beef. Yeah, yeah, beef. Um. Okay. So, well, quick is going to make its probably debut there. Uh, and remind, remind people what it is because it's been. Uh, Maybe it's been a while. There might be some people listening to this who are just excited about End War and want a pregame. So I, yeah. you know, if we release this as like a driving tape, uh, you know, something to listen to for your End War prep session. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, Falato, Pistol, 
uh, takes angle talons, mag and grip, um, any flywheel, any motor. So you could put 180s, 130s, and band blaster. Yeah, take slim angle talons and angle talons. Um, so files will be available. I plan on trying to bring at least three full builds as Endwar additions to sell. Um, and then I'll have probably demos of all the configurations available and a QR code to buy my files. Now, and just uh, as a reminder, the Blitz is just an example of what you can do with the real... Quick, quick. I'm sorry, the Quick. quick. What's, what's a Blitz? The, the Quick is just an example of what you can do with the real um, focus of the project, which is Flycore. Flycore, yeah. Which is basically... What was that, Adam? I didn't hear you. Flycore. 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 Every time I I say Flycore, I think of uh, the Steam VR demo where you could shoot the different cores. Like, it's like a portal demo. And they all have quirky names. Like, oh, I'm the Enterprise Core. And they say, like, a thing. And it's like, oh, Flycore. So that's what I think of. Um... But yeah, no, Tim. Tim's right. So I, I just developed the. It's just basically to allow people to make cool blasters. So it's got all the all the things that you could want, and then you just basically design a shell. Got the mounting, mounting hardware for everything, right? So yeah, yep. everything in a small package that's modular, and you can make it whatever you want. Yeah, you want yes. you want to turn a, a stuffed Elmo into a blaster? <laughs> By all means, you want to flywheel the actual world. Get you, get yourself a get yourself a globe. You can it can be anything you want. I actually kind of love the idea of grabbing the uh, like the metal part of the globe that goes around the outside, like the like I don't know what that's called, but the uh, you make it like a handle and you can just shoot darts out of a globe. <laughs> it's got it. a rev switch on it and a slip ring, so you can spin the globe oh. and then you can just <laughs> clear a room like a disco ball of death. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great idea. Honestly, a disco ball would be an amazing amazing use um yeah so anyways I'll, i'm gonna bring that i am porting the turbine to b car so i'm gonna bring a bunch of those if you want a b car turbine you'll be able to get one of those uh regular turbines and more special edition stuff available um i'm working on a secret squirrel project that involves an old air zone blaster that hopefully will be ready as kind of a showcase piece for people to check out. Man, I would love to walk over to the Dart Zone area and show Brian Sturdivant that. Is he going to be there? I assume so. He, he has. He has been at every uh, foam con that Dart Zone has sponsored in the past. Honestly, shame on us for not keeping up with them. Yeah. But, yeah, it's really on us. They're not, like, hostile towards us or anything. As far as I'm aware. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I am... So my loadout is pretty much settled it's just how much crap can i print before FoamCon? i just wanted to print and showcase some stuff so we'll see adam yeah i feel that with the printing stuff honestly our booth's gonna be pretty sweet i mean you guys are you guys are gonna have some awesome display pieces um alex what are, are you bringing a take flight and maybe some I'm, of your other mods like a one pull and i'm planning to bring an example of each of my main things um and yes, the Take Flight will be making its debut at FoamCon as well. With and the I, Jazz Cup? That will be the display one. And then I should have three to sell because uh, Adam is selling me some solenoids this weekend. 
and that's what I need to make more. I hope you've required him to wear like a, a jacket, like a trench coat. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to deals. his house so he can wear whatever he wants. He'll probably wear nothing at this rate. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I'll have um, three take flights and they'll be making their debut. Um, files for those might be available beforehand, like tomorrow. Might not. I don't know. Um, by the time this comes out, the files should be available on Etsy. And um, I think if I have anything else major. Oh, I have a special edition Spamf um, printed muzzles. So like uh, printed scar muzzles that go on the front of your Spamf. Um, and they Bam. have end war swag all over them. They look pretty, pretty shifty. So I have oh, 20 of those or so to sell. In both first come first serve in both scarred and unscarred versions. Well, so I was going to print the unscarred versions, and I tested it, and it was pretty much the same FPS. Really? <laughs> like it was like three FPS higher on average without the scar because I made the scar so like it's it's a it's not an aggressive scar. It's just enough to give it a little a little kiss of a spin at the end. Um, so I don't really know if the non-printed ones are worth it. I have a week. I may decide to print some. Uh, I have two of them right now that are non, uh, non-rifled. So I may, I may print a few more of those. I, I have a feeling that the rifled ones will be more popular. So that's kind of what I wanted to focus on. But yeah, that's my stuff. And then stickers and patches and all that fun stuff. Good deal. Sounds like we're going to have a uh, pretty sweet booth. I'm honestly excited to see it. I'll just be helping. I'm helping. I'm not selling anything. I'll be helping get you get you all set up. I can uh, I can take money and, and take a tax off the top. Eric, <laughs> do we have any t-shirts left? We do. I'm actually planning to bring them. We haven't talked about it yet, but okay. I'm going to bring the remainder of the t-shirts. Yep. And, uh, we have probably some just put patches. Them on sale. I'll pr- I think I'll just sell them at cost at this point. Yeah, we still um, have some patches. Um, France Foamworks... Uh took quite a few off of our hands um, mm-hmm. for, what was it, subscription box number three. But we still have uh, more than a few, so you can always come see us and get a patch. Yeah, I think we should have that out there. I still have um, my Square Reader, so I guess I could just use that for Square, but I think a lot of people paid in cash last time. so it Cash or PayPal. Very... Or... Yeah. yeah, all that all that other stuff's fine. It's all fine. I mean, even like Phone Blast was like was willing to just do, you know, phone, do your, uh, your PayPal payments and yeah. Show them that you sent them money, and they give you the stuff. Um, so it's, it's pretty, it's pretty chill. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting because I know that. So out of darts is going to be at FoamCon, but I don't think Luke is. So that'll be interesting. Um, containment crew, obviously, Foam Blast will not be there. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. Um, you know what? It'll foam... be different this year, yeah. right? Yeah, definitely. There, we'll have a lot more international representation than I think right. we've had before. Yeah, we've always had some. So I guess I should say it's probably just some trading out for others. I mean, I don't know if Devil Z is going to be there this year. I haven't I haven't checked, um, or I don't think he had a booth when I saw the uh, the preview because it's same time as Foam Fest. So sort of, um, you know, uh, all the Foam Fest attendees will be doing their thing over in Europe. But it seems like we're getting some Asian attendance this year. Yeah. So a little bit of column A, you know, switch them over, get right. a new get a new set of people, and I think it'll be exciting. See some really cool new stuff. And like the FPT tournament, like we're not talking about it much, or like, what is it called now? Dart Zone Pro Tournament. It's it's still Foam Pro Tour. They're still using the okay. the FPT logo, but it's sponsored by Dart Zone. 
Yeah, and it's I think yeah. the final is the Dart Zone Pro Tournament. Right on. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's probably going to be pretty exciting. I mean, it looks like some looks like some people are going to going to go hard for the last chance qualifier. And uh, I bet it would be exciting to watch. We're not, I don't think that we're going to make it. Some of the people staying in our Airbnb will be there. So that'll be fun. Um, hopefully they can report back on it. I'm, I'm actually, I would love to stay and watch. I just can't make that weekend go longer than it already is. Right. So um, would be really fun to watch, but I think it's gonna. I'm getting pretty excited about this weekend full of events. Um, just for, uh, for last minute, I guess, things I'm, I'm mostly focused on on redoing my entire loadout like an idiot so <laughs> <laughs> so what is your loadout going to be then um i well ideally uh ideally i'm going to have a, a brand new fdl um built Gasp. from yeah be a brand new fdl built from built from a, a kit that i've had for a long time now uh, it was intended to be my wife's and it was actually like 90 percent built um but for for reasons uh that involve childcare, <laughs> she will not be attending this year. So um, I've decided to reprint it in my colors and PETG. Tried to do ASA, but um, doing PETG due to some issues I've had with with ASA and getting that re remade as an FDL semi um, as my primary, and then a spamp as my bad weather blaster and a nightingale as a secondary. And honestly, I've, I've been a player who always plays light. I love to I love to try and play lightweight, but I always go a little bit heavier for end war. So I think I've landed, at least I've landed my gear on like a middle, like a middle tier. I figured out how to carry all my gear on my Condor MCR4 rig with a with a bib, which is a new configuration for me. So I'm I'm honestly I should get I should get nommed by zombies so fast because I'm bringing way too many new pieces of gear to this event. <laughs> honestly it's honestly way too much new stuff but i feel like it's all a logical advancement of the gear that i've had already just like optimized like it's better it's just better in every way um but that'll that has to be battle tested so hopefully i don't find that i hate something in the middle of a battle but but honestly my blasters at the last hvz uh failed me my my griffin i don't even remember if we talked about this but my griffin we did. failed now but did. your griffin okay. didn't fail until right at the end though it failed right at the end, and I think the motor screws came loose. Um, right. I I mean I haven't talked about it on the open podcast, but I'm my I'm renovating I think, my house. Oh. So well, that's what I was gonna say. So um, I don't have I don't have a, a workshop. Ever since we did that, I've I've been displaced. Um, let's say. So you know it's 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 just been a it's you know to complaint. What is it? A I've heard some phrases for that like a. Anyways, but the but it's it's just it's a light complaint. I just don't have a a work a workshop space, so I'm like working on the floor, which is you know probably what a lot of people are doing. So I'm just like everyone else. But it's just making uh making me less motivated to do some of the repairs um, and and upend my entire workshop. So that is uh yeah I, I just haven't repaired it. I'm excited about running the um running the FDL if I can get it finished in time. My printer has uh blown a bearing so my prusa has a failed has another failed bearing i've oh, had a couple no. failed bearings on this thing yeah so i i have to replace the bearing i have to see if i can salvage the linear rods or linear rails because it's um it's like like black goo coming out of it see oh, how geez. scratched it is yeah it's uh yeah it's not great and my uh my print bed is just aged out so short version of that is i ordered parts from prusa um FedEx said it was delivered, and uh, we have cameras that saw the whole thing, which was that they never showed up, not even anywhere nearby. So, Oof. false, false delivery, um, and I so it's lost until 
till it gets eventually resolved. And yeah, so I'm I'm crap out of luck at this point uh, for for all that stuff. Um, so I might go back to the Griffin. I might just go back to a PLA printed Griffin and hope that I don't cause any deformations and just fix what I have and try and make it last. See if I can get it to work long enough to to survive. Um, but we'll see. We'll well. see how far I can get. See how far, it's a it's a mad rush to the end. I found a way to carry. What I did want to share with you guys though that is super cool is I found a way to carry the Nightingale on my kit without it, but it and it fits. And this is what's going to be really cool. It fits behind my mags. So the way that my Blitz Shortas fit, and then the way that my Condor MCR4 is set up, I can tuck the Nightingale behind that whole system. Now I have to. I'm designing a, a custom mount for it which is actually fairly simple. It's like a fairly easy design, but um, it's it's going to look super cool. I'm going to show you guys, and if you like it, I'm going to I'll share the files with you if you guys want to try it, but it allows you to tuck your Nightingale in sort of in with your mags. Hmm. So might be might be interesting to you, depending on how you're all running. You guys might be running heavier than me. I'm only running, I'm only going to be running eight mags plus one in the, one in the blaster. Well, we don't get a freebie mission zero again this year, so I'll be running heavy from the out the gate. Yeah, that makes sense. Who knows? I mean, there's always like some some group always gets absolutely slaughtered in the beginning. Well, it, it always someone always gets you know slaughtered by troll squad. At yeah, the very beginning. and it sounds like we will probably be some of the veterans this year. Yeah, I don't like thinking about that, but <laughs> we probably will, which makes us an obvious target. Yeah, especially if we come loaded for bear. Which sounds like we are, and that's not changing, <laughs> right? Because so, be, uh, yeah, I definitely am not speed squad. So I'm trying to be mead mead squad, not Ooh. like the mead of drinking, but like medium squad. No, I uh, I think we should be the drinking. Yeah, I, I like mead, mead, mead squad. squad. Mead squad. <laughs> mead squad. That's awesome. We could get oh, if we could get patches that said mead squad. That'd be so sick. Yeah, and a blaster just dumping mead into your mouth honestly if we can if we can work that in somehow maybe i'll buy some mead when we get there to find some if they actually carry any in the grocery store there we'll get some mead and become oh, i'll bring some yeah if you can bring some like it's really hard to get uh mead around where i live in south carolina so uh, bee nectar not a lot we we have yeah, i know we it, bee nectar is not common i have to go to like a specialty place to find something like that and it's way marked up well i'm just saying we have access to bee nectar because yeah it's right down the road i used yeah. to go there when i lived in michigan it's so fun yeah it you should move back mm. hey man i don't think we will but uh it's not a it's not a bad idea like a lot of things a lot of things to like about about detroit that we miss so yeah well we miss you yeah we I'm excited to see everybody. I'm I'm really looking forward to the social part of this whole event. The HVZ part's going to be a lot of fun as well, even if it even if it comes, you know, to a bad day playing HVZ like is better than a good day at work. Yeah, uh, that's right. That's yeah. right. So I think it'll be fun no matter what. We always have a good time, and uh, yeah, we'll see how far how hard I scramble, and then if I if I uh, if I come to some level of acceptance of I'm not going to be able to finish it, maybe I'll just run a Percy's or a Hades or something. Yeah, there's nothing wrong everything. with that. Or a lightning bow. <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah, that's what that's what my wife said to me. Michelle said Connor ha- Connor did well and had fun with a lightning bow. So like, don't stress too much. You can always just run a lightning bow. You know, I have that lightning bow. I know you have that lightning bow. Alex gifted it to me. It's hanging downstairs. I need to move that upstairs when I uh, move my room. I'm I'm moving my recording area to a different room in the house. Um, that may have to make an appearance. In the new room, I think it should. I think that's a it's a cool piece of history, good friend. You know, something that a good friend used, and uh, 
was uh, relatively famous that year for how ridiculous it was. Yeah. And how far he made it. He was one of like the last 12 humans alive. Yeah. I always imagine, I, I don't remember exactly how Connor played, but like, I always imagine that he was like, just basically there to, uh, he was like trying to survive. And then whenever he could get a chance, he'd like take a shot. Um, I think he, he saved my buddy, Jonathan. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. He definitely. We're... He, he had some like clutch saves with that bow. Yeah. There, I know there was the one where the zombie like came through the bushes as we yeah. were walking between buildings. I remember that one. Yeah, so doesn't matter what you run. I mean, honestly, some of the most memorable people at all these events are the ones who do something crazy, especially the ones who run Mega. I always remember the guy who, who had the Centurion, and he had like camo BDUs, and then he just had a Centurion. And it was ridiculous. He had the six-round mag and a Centurion, and he did fine. He was like in the middle of the fight. And I always wondered, how did he not like get tagged out he got good scrub he got yeah he got good scrub ah. that's for sure <laughs> uh yeah. nice so um you want to you want to detail any more of our of our prepping prep of our prep this is kind of a prep episode it kind of is and, oh it is yeah i know <laughs> oh uh, it is oh it is adam's actually prepping right now i can just hear the cad <laughs> the fire and <laughs> his under his fingertips just <laughs> cad, <laughs> adding away gotta have clout gotta have credibility gotta get clout i'm farming clout right now i think adam adam's pushed out three revisions to his github in the time we started recording (laughs) yeah oh my gosh he's got do you want to talk about any of your like super secret stuff again because it'll be shown off because you've got more than just the quick (laughs) is that a no yeah no that sigh of exasperation (laughs) i'm slicing the new my new mag carriers right now um, well, you, you've been you you've got some betas going on, right? So we've talked about the quick. You have another maybe smaller beta that's active right now. You mentioned that one. B car beta. Yeah. B car. Yeah. B-car. An update to your an update to your turbine, right? So. I wouldn't call it like an update more than an option because I am not that convinced that like B cars are like the way of the future and stuff. Just because they're so, they seem to be very finicky with the dart. So if your darts aren't really good, um, and they're they're finicky to the FPS that you're using them at too. So it's one of those weird things. Um, but when they're on, and Tim shot a blaster at his house with a B car that was tuned in. Laser when they're beams. on, they are very on. So laser beams. But the regular turbine like just does so good with most trash that you throw at it. That's why I, it's still kind of my go-to. But I think on like super accurate setups, I'm gonna run the B car. But yeah, that and I've got I've got some. I'd like to get the prototype straight uh, fly core to show off at FoamCon, and I might if I get a blaster set up with it, I might run that blaster as secondary, but. We'll see. The whole idea was to put all this effort into Flycore, and then, um, then after that, like you could design a blaster very quickly. So I'm, I might, I might test that out. So, are you going to have, uh, you know, just the cores laid out for people to see? I will have. Yeah, I want to. We don't have a lot of space, but I do want to. Um, I do want to have one on display and be like, look, this is the brains of the whole operation. Uh, and this is what you can build with it. So that's kind of what I would like to showcase. Like, here's the whole blaster. Here's, you know, the other stuff. I know Valor 
is one of your beta testers for that, and he was working on his own shell. Do you know if he finished it? He did not. He, he not yet. I think it's on the back burner for the moment because oh. he's been pumping out a ton of content lately. So he's just been a machine. Yeah, it'd be neat um, if he had finished that to have it there to show. You know, here's my yeah. take. Here's Valor's take. You know, you can you know go anywhere in between. I think shortly after we're gonna we're gonna end up seeing a lot of derivatives and designs using Flycore. At least I hope so. Um, but we'll we'll see how it pans out. I have high hopes for it. Buff Daddy's gonna shove it in a peep. Peepcore. Yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? And sounds very dirty. Peep that core. <laughs> oh. And have it have it just shoot out the mouth. White yes. dirt. Have a have a have a push button based based uh, rev and actuation <laughs> that's just you know down to the other orifice that a peep oh, could possibly God. have. Oh, you just and then you know we see that that's where you're gonna stuff the mag. There's oh there's a lot of ways oh, to utilize. Where did we go? I don't know. We've lost our way. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, should we move on to recapping Z13? Because we had a Z13 since we last recorded. Mostly because yeah. I was so lazy in getting the episode out. Um, I apologize for that. Things have been kind of crazy around my house recently. Um, so we had Z13. Uh, what was it? Uh, 25th, right? So a week and a half ago. Yeah. Um, and it was the one-year anniversary of, of getting back going um, after... The Dark Club shutdown. So this was episode seven, uh, and uh, just like we did back in December, instead of the White Elephant um, gift exchange, we did a raffle again this time uh, to raise some funds for the club, and it went amazingly. Um, we were able to have the place for an extra hour, um, so we were able to do a full set of games, uh, which. It probably was still a little bit too long, like we were pulling things out as party guests were coming in for the first party slots. So we, I don't know that I want to attempt that again next time. But uh, we had uh, we did our normal games of um, zombie deathmatch, and then we did um, we do BFC. We did one round of BFC. Yeah, right. We did one round of BFC, and then we moved on to Midnight Clear. Because uh, everybody really likes doing that one in the laser tag arena, but there's so much extra crap to cart around for that that we can't do it all the time. Yeah. Um, and as far as I could tell, Midnight Clear went really well. Adam, you were spotting the human, or I'm sorry, Alex, you were spotting the humans. So it, did it seem no. from your vantage? Dan was spotting the Oh, humans. it was Dan. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right, 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 right. Um. But, you know, I never saw any of the actual action because I'm back there, you know, sending the zombies out. So, I mean, did it seem like it was good game flow from where you guys were, what's, what you guys were seeing? Yeah. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with it. Um, I didn't, actually, this is the first time I played as a human in it. Uh, last time I was a zombie the yeah. whole time. I'm Next time we do it, I'm going to have to play it as a human just so I can see that side of it. Maybe, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll be zombie mod. There we go. I'll be, I'll be just wipe out the humans right away. Um, <laughs> you know, and that's the thing about that game type. Like it's more of an experience than a game type. Like if, if we're running it properly, the humans should make it to the third wave and mm -hmm. then, you know, kind of open the floodgates and see how well they do. But it, it's a 
it's always a game of of pull and tug to make sure that you're not overwhelming them so that the humans are having a good experience you know that that is my goal for that that yeah. game type it's kind of like uh journey from the ps2 it, it was a game but it was more of a piece of art and an experience than like an actual hard game dating myself there i have no frame of reference for that anyways gotcha. side tangent i apologize um mm-hmm. but yeah so like i really you know my goal is always to have people get a good experience from it not necessarily one side overwhelm the other yeah and i i I had a lot of fun with that. I kind of think maybe like what you were saying with the raffle and just the time constraints that maybe that's one we don't do with the raffle. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a just, good that yeah. been a good idea too. Because I mean, we did it because it was one of our like super awesome ones and we had a bunch of first time people coming and we wanted to put on a great Z13 for them. So, like there was a reason we did it, but maybe in the future for raffles we we do the ones that we know flow a little quicker and don't yeah. eat up as much prep time. But I have no complaints about how that Z13 went. It was, as always, a lot of fun. Yeah. We had a, a little bit smaller crew than we were expecting. Um, but Yeah, a, a, lot of, a lot of people ended up not being able to make it at the last minute. Yeah. Uh, but still a solid group, and we had a lot of you know fun gameplay. And, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, and then after the games, we moved on to the raffles. So uh, if you didn't listen to our our episode when we talked about the Christmas episode, so we did two tiers of raffles. So anybody that came got a basic raffle ticket, and then you could trade in our uh, in-game currency, the Z-Coins, for more basic raffle tickets. And then that was for things like stock, you know, nice thrifted blasters and, and you know, lightly modded, um, small springers, things like that. And those were just in a bin. And so all of the basic raffle prizes went into one bin and then we would just pull a prize and whoever, or pull a ticket and whoever's ticket it was got to come up and pick from anything in the basic raffle bin that was there. So it was first comfort, first win, first serve basically. But then we had 10 premium raffle prizes um, and I'll run through the list of everything and who donated in a minute here uh, to thank everybody because these were amazing um, prizes. Uh, but this was the real fundraiser for the club. Um, it was um, individual prize pools. So whatever ticket, you know, you put your ticket in a individualized basket for whatever prize you were trying to win. Uh, tickets were $5 a piece. Um, and... So we had 10 different little buckets next to the prizes. So to run through them real quick, we had a um, what I'm calling a Sock Ninja gift basket from Fans Foamworks. It included nine of their foam brains, uh, you know, their, their squeezable, uh, like, stress ball type brains, uh, and um, six glow-in-the-dark purple um, Picatinny holders. Like, it, you know, it clips on one Picatinny strap, and then it perfectly holds one of those brains. Um, so there was that. Um, Warhol's Wares donated a leather hammer shot holster with the Z13 logo on it. Um, and then there was a um, a painted hammer shot with uh, the uh, blaster parts metal internals uh, that was uh, uh, like cross-donated from France Foamworks to Warhol to us. Um, so that was the second one. Uh, the third prize was actually, there were three in that 
bucket. So we drew three times and the first person got to pick first, second person, second. Uh, but those were banshee cages from band blasters uh the, you know adam and alex over at band blasters sent us a strife cage a spectrum cage and a dart zone pro mark three cage um you know full cage motors wheels uh so you know full setup to put into the uh a strife a spectrum and a mark three um so those were a very popular one then uh gargunkle nerf uh donated a fully um assembled uh, printed internals, everything ready to go. HVZ spec Griffin, really nice looking Griffin. Um, which actually, if you go over to his YouTube channel, Gargunkle Nerf, he has a video of all of the prizes from Z13. I think he missed the last one, but uh, all of the really cool ones um, that I've talked about so far are there. Um, so you can go check that out. Uh, after the Griffin, we had uh, some more band blasters. Uh, in addition to the, the full cages, the Banshee cages that they sent us, they also sent us uh, three sets of motors. So we did another uh, three uh, pulls for those, and each person got a set of motors and some stickers. Um, and then Alex uh, donated, well, Detroit Dartworks donated uh, a Strife. Um, that was spec'd out for HVZ with, what was it, uh, Instantados and Michelle 2.0s? Yep. And it had some uh, 3D printed parts on it from uh, from Buff Daddy. Um, so that was a sharp strife. It was the, yeah. the uh, modulus strife, so white, but then it had like uh, translucent, uh, almost like Kelly minty green. It was like a teal, yeah. like a mint teal. Yeah. yeah. Really, really sharp. It was sharp a hot looking. filament. I need to ask him what it was. Yeah, it, it, it looked really good. Um, and then we had, there was a lipo charger that, uh, some of our club members went in on a bundle, uh, you know, uh, a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Facebook marketplace. Yeah. Uh, a bundle that they found on Facebook marketplace and there was a lipo charger in there. So that was one of the raffle prizes. Um, there was a pump grip, uh, Esper, um, that Detroit Dartworks donated. Um, there was... We, another threefer where we drew three times um, was there was an HVZ spec Rex Rampage and then a full length um, shotgun style boom dozer where the cylinder had been replaced to take three full lengths per shot. And five. Five? Uh, okay, five. Five per shot. And then there was also the half length version of that as well. Yeah, those were fun. Um, those were also obviously donated by Detroit Dartworks. Um, and then what was hands down the most um, sought after prize was um, a special edition Z13 uh, Flycore Quick um, from Old Fusion Designs um, that uh, had our logo on the side. And it was done in a really, really nice red and, and like translucent gray um, filament. And if you're anywhere on any of the Facebook groups, it sounds like the winner has been posting videos of the blaster all over the place so um so yeah we raised almost four hundred dollars for the club um which that'll be going to um uh that'll be going it some of it went to uh radio supplies for end war for the club and then we're gonna put some of that towards cover and then we might do some merch for for z13 to sell at the events to kind of keep the money coming in for um for supplies and stuff sorry i was if i was quiet there for a while uh i was just getting my 
ASA Sayas started. So I think I'm going to do translucent gray pet G for the fronts. So you can maybe hopefully see through them a little bit. And then for the sides, I think I'm doing the teal. Are you doing warps or blitz? Warps. Nice. So it's like, it's uh, Prusa. Did you print yours at like super crazy settings or anything like that? Because I'm just using whatever stock Prusa settings. Like, I don't think I'm going to have any issues. No, I, I did whatever my normal settings okay. are, which I think is usually like four perimeters, three or four oh. perimeters. <laughs> Well, <laughs> mine are not that. I but, always overdo the perimeters. Yeah, I know. I know if I ask Tim, though, they're going to be like, can you do 120% infill? Or... <laughs> no, for my size, I think I did 40%. I've been dialing my, my infill back. Um, <laughs> like on blasters, I'm usually only doing like 20, 25% and then four or five perimeters. Well... I think I'm doing whatever's stock on the Prusa for ASA, which is like <laughs> three perimeters, maybe. That's good. Three perimeters is fine. Let me see. Let me see. I'm looking at it. I, most of my stuff on the Aquila I print, it's the infill is like 5% for the majority of it. Never mind. It's it, two perimeters. Eh. Yeah, I would definitely. I'll, would. I'll print an extra and see what happens. I would at least go to three perimeters. But that's just me. Yeah. Well, so the one I'm printing now is the side parts in the front. Uh, the just the side pieces, basically. So and the like the strap. So those might be fine at two, but the back part where the, all the stress is, maybe I should do like three. Those are going to be pet G. So I don't know. We'll see. Sorry. No, it's fine. Um, I'll quit yakking. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, Z13 was fun. Um, you know, lots of uh, fun prizes and um, got some good uh, funds to to make the club even better. So it was a really good time. I was super happy with the turnout, you know, for for how few players we had, you know, mostly just in relation to what we, who we thought was going to be able to make it. Um, and then the turnout to the raffle from the lesser number of players was yeah. astounding like i was i think we not expected i'd that. have to go back and and listen because i'm sure i said how much we made last time but i think we might have made more this time i'm pretty sure we did yeah i think by almost a hundred dollars yeah i think it was at least a hundred yeah so that was good um and then but we did I'm, hold... I'm running out of blasters so <laughs> i don't know if our christmas raffle yeah. will have as many random simple prizes <laughs> we'll uh, maybe have to see if we can find some more stuff to but um what was i gonna say oh uh we did host a uh after party for our out-of-town guests uh back at my place and barbecued a little bit and had some uh you know uh just casual gameplay in the 90 something degree heat um very laid back um just kind of casual gameplay and then uh we did break out Dead of Winter, um, which if you have been listening to the show for a long time, you'll remember back in episode two, I talked about this game uh, when I was we were talking about how I was designing games for Z13. Um, and it was uh, Dead of Winter is basically surviving the zombie apocalypse in Michigan in the winter. Um, so it was the inspiration for our supply run uh, game type, which 
Uh, we're still working on tweaking to play at the new arena, but it still works. And then, uh, so we played some of that. We played some Smash Up, and then uh, our out-of-town guests headed out the next morning. So, but yep, fun day. Good good times were had by all, and uh, we'll uh, pick it back up probably beginning of August, I think we were looking at. So, well, I think we've talked out. Uh, should we move on to shout-outs? Sure. What do you guys got? Uh, all right, I got I got my weird shout out. Uh, I since since I'm debuting the Take Flight in a week at FoamCon, I'm gonna do shout outs to two people. Uh, one is Gemini for uh the guy who made the Mayfly Maverick conversion kit. Yeah. For inspiring me to shove a flywheel system and <laughs> something else somewhere else it didn't belong. And uh, on top of that, to Kuriaka, who, uh, in addition to making you know, the Daybreak flywheels and the Pulsar flywheels, also made a short dark conversion for the takedown, which I used as a basis when I was starting to design the take flight to kind of figure out how he got his internals to anchor in place and how he you know did the magwell and cut the hole in the side of it and all that stuff. I used a lot of his, uh, his stuff that he did with that kit to make my own kit, like figure out how to, how to do certain things and get stuff situated. So ah. shout out to those two for, uh, all the inspiration and stuff that went in that helped me make the take flight. Cause I'm really excited about the take flight. I think it's going to be fun. Cool. Adam, you going next? Or you want me to, um, you go next. Cause okay. I don't have any people. Uh, my shout out is for two people this week as well. Um, and it is, uh, Eric who had to bow out and Adam, uh, because between the two of them, they are bringing to life something that has been a hobby lifelong dream of mine. Um, and it's, it's something that was hinted at and teased earlier in the episode, so I'm not going to out it right now, but, uh, I'm sure we'll be talking about it on the next episode in all its spectacular um, success or failure. <laughs> uh, but let's th- hope it's success. Me too. Uh, but thank you so much for all the work you've you've been putting into this secret project for me because it's uh, seriously uh, something that I've been dreaming about for what four years now that I've been in the hobby. Five years, I think. No longer than that, because this will be my there- fourth end war plus two years where we skipped. So there are a few people in the hobby that are really like would really be very interested in what we're trying to do. So um yeah, I'm I'm excited about it. Hopefully it works. I'm yeah. working on it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Among thirty other things. Mm, yeah, yeah, a lot of things. All right, back to you, man. What's your shout out? Oh shoot. I didn't think about that. <laughs> um my shout out. Who has been <clears throat> nice or helpful? I'm going to shout out my wonderful wife Aww. and my tiny baby. Yeah. Um, and they're wonderful and I love them, but I'm shouting them out because they're not here. They <laughs> are going to, um, they went to our relatives, my father, my mother and father in laws. Um, and they're gone for about a week, which is great, which allows me to do all these things. Um, so, yes. Thank you to my wife and tiny baby. He's not tiny. He's like a year and a half and like 33 pounds. But <laughs> yeah, so thanks to them, I am able to 
do weird stuff and eat inappropriately and spend a lot of time uh, designing things into the wee hours of the morning. Woo. So you're telling me we're going to have the house to ourselves when I stop by on this yeah, weekend? Yeah, the <laughs> Out of Darts order is mm. getting here on Saturday, too. Bow, chicka, wow, wow. Yeah, so it'll be neat. Cool, cool. All right, well, uh, I think that wraps up another episode. Um, we will uh, love to see you guys at FoamCon, um, run with you guys at End War, human or zombie, and... Uh, um, while we won't be participating in Foam Pro Tour, some of us will probably stop by for a bit, uh, depending on our departure schedules. So, uh, Now, Tim, real quick, are we planning to record live at FoamCon? That is the plan. Uh, we did that last year, despite being next to, uh, what, what, what was it, Epic Whale, uh, which is like really loud brushless blasters. Um, but yeah, we will be recording in some capacity uh, at the table. Um, so stop by if you're at FoamCon and you you might be a special guest. Yeah. Who knows? T- tell us who your third favorite dinosaur is. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever random money. question we come up with. If uh, you pay me money, I'll make sure you're a guest. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope this episode airs after. I'm thinking it's going to release uh, Thursday for so everybody can Thursday. listen on the way down. Oh, yeah, boy. Wednesday night, Thursday. Do it. Oh, yeah. Oh, also. All right. So. Um, this is a slight OFD plug, but if you have a super spam at um at Endwar and you bring me and show me and mention that I say this on the podcast, then I will give you an holographic limited edition OFD sticker. Okay, so time out. This is going to be a slight Detroit Dartworks plug. If you have uh, a super special or super duper. Or just a duper spam. What about a crazy? If you have any of my spam stuff, and you do the same thing to me, I will give you a limited edition special holographic Detroit Dartworks sticker. Dang, we got dueling stickies. So if you if you have both our kits, you get both now, stickers. Adam, does the super spam for your sticker have to be stock super spam? No, <laughs> it, it can be. Show me that you gave me money at some point. And then oh, I'll shit. Give you a All right. Well, then I, I, I lose. <laughs> I'll I'll even bring a sharpie and I will sign your blaster. No, Whoa! I won't do that. Will, will you sign my prototype uh, end war uh, muzzle scar? Yeah. Oh, maybe. I'll make a mark on it. <laughs> a mark that only I will recognize. Sorry, that was an office joke. <laughs> uh, oh my goodness. All right. Well, all plugs uh, said and done. We will uh, catch you on the next episode. For Eric, Adam, Alex, and this is Tim. Stay human as long as you can, guys. See you at End War. Peace. Adam has an end war meltdown over mag carriers while he eats his beaver balls. Beaver balls. Beaver balls. Balls of beavers. Beaver's balls. Balls Balls of the beaver. Beyond. Leave it to beaver. Get a cleaver. Get some beaver balls. Beaver? (laughs) I hardly know her.